It's Monday the 20th of September. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Shane Lee, how are you? I'm wonderful, Timmy. Beautiful weekend, mate. Great weather. Plenty of time with the kids. So, yep, I feel refreshed. Ready to go this week. Yeah, absolutely. There's a real aspirational feel at the moment that the spring has sprung. And, mate, it's great to see that the Manly Fish Shop is back open. This is breaking news. (laughs) Your Instagram, I trawl it all the time. And you've cooked yourself some Balmain bugs. Mate, how good were they on the barbecue? Just a little butter, a little bit of chilli, a little bit of lime. Um, Oh, mate, they were fantastic and uh, nice and fresh. And, yep, great why the footy was on, mate, to eat those. Oh, piss off. I had fish fingers. Um, (laughs) There's so much sport to talk about. Ollie Wines, of course, at about 1 o'clock this morning, Gil McLaughlin said, Ollie Wines has won the Brownlow medal. Billy Brownless is calling it quits the rugby league. What about that penrith Parramatta clash? So much more, including an amazing grab in college football. Now, there's nothing like a healthy head of hair. Shane, when I first met you, those blonde flowing locks, well, they had a life of their own. Yes, Timmy. As they say, look after your hair and everything else will take care of itself. Now, I've got something for you too, Timmy, even with that silver fox look. It's called Main Hair Care. Oh, Main Hair Care. I know it. I absolutely love it. Yes, mate. Specialised men's hair care, targeting scalp conditions to stimulate scalp and over time improve growth. Oh, it's a fantastic product. It really is. I also note that it's all Australian, fully organic ingredients, Shane. Yep. Not only will you look good, but the scent is just wonderful. Main Hair Care. I'm going to get it on today. And that's spelled M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. So Shane, Ollie Wines, it was it was I actually found it quite interesting and my son, my older son, really got into the whole brown though. It was a bit of a McLaughlin uh, affair, wasn't it, with Hamish hosting and Gill reading him out. But the uh, the storyline itself was quite intriguing and Ollie Wines came out on top. He did, mate. The Port Adelaide midfielder. The first time Port Adelaide's ever had a Brownlow medalist. So congratulations to him. 36 votes. And the first time that three players have ever polled more than 30 points. Um, Ollie Vines, 36 points. Marcus Bontempelli, 33. And Clayton Oliver, 31. Um, the, the one that I thought didn't poll as well as Petrarca. We've been mm. tipping him to win the Brown, Brownlow. He finished ninth on 23 points. But... Once again, congratulations. All three mid, all four of them are midfielders um, and all four are fantastic players. Yeah, Bontempelli looked like he was going to win it at one stage, didn't he? Mm. Yeah, he just had a really slow end to the season um, and that's when uh, Ollie caught him up. But uh, I'm pretty sure Ollie would trade the Brownlow medal to be playing in the grand final like Bontempelli is this weekend. Yeah, what a, what a day that will be in Perth, of course. Absolutely massive. The Red Legs and the Western Bulldogs, and we'll have more on that throughout the course of the week. Now, Billy Brownless has called it quits at Channel 9. He has, mate. 27 years he's been in the media. Um, I think 23 years uh, on the footy show. Uh, he was the Geelong great um, and football himself and a very, very good broadcaster as well. So well done to Billy Brownless, a fantastic career. He said he hasn't had a Sunday off in 27 years, so I'm sure he's going to enjoy his sleep-ins now. Yeah, I know what that's like. Uh, yeah. Yes. But, uh, yeah, Billy, I work quite a bit with Billy on uh, various events around the country. Really decent guy. What a player and that real laconic Australian sportsman. So wish him well with whatever comes next. And Ben Cousins, look, this is uh, hopefully – I think everyone sees him in a in a public space like going to the Brownlow last night and they think, fingers crossed, is this him – 
getting his life back on track because as Ricky Ponding said on that walk that you mentioned last week, yeah. he thought he'd be dead in the in a few years because of all the drugs, problems and everything else. Yep, he seems to be on the right track. Um, he looked he looked good, looked fantastic. The guy sort of defies time and everything. Um, since going to jail, it must have been a, a, a real low point in his life. He's um, He's gone into construction work. Um, he seems to have a new girlfriend and things back on track. So good on good on your Ben Cousins. What about the Wallabies, Dave Rennie? Look, oh. you've got to take your hat off to him. He's got them firing. I know that the All Blacks. Uh, there were some really indifferent moments in that Bledisloe Cup series and lost it again for you know another fiftieth year. But to beat South Africa twice to make a ten successive wins at SunCorp Stadium, there's certainly a good bones of a football team there, isn't there? I think so, and a 30-17 win um, over the Springboks. As you said, we should play every game at Suncorp. We've had 10, yeah, win, 10 wins in a row there. Cora Betty was unbelievable. Two crucial tries and crucial points of the match, and, um, yeah, they take away the Nelson Mandela plate. I, I would have thought, personally, Nelson Mandela could have got something a little bit better than a plate, but um, but they won the trophy nonetheless. Michael Hooper's just amazing too, isn't he? And he's a bit of an anecdote for any young sports person, male or female, that really wants something. Like, he obviously has natural ability, but he's not the biggest guy in the world, but it's just that determination, that grunt, that want to be at every play. Yeah, he gets the ball and the turnover in the ruck is, is a key part he's been he's been a captain with limited success um so hopefully this will be his um his time in the sun as, as a captain quade cooper once again after his man of match performance last match um was very steady and really controlled and, and moved the team around the paddock so some really really good signs there from the wallabies yeah I tell you what he's got to be uh, made an australian now quade cooper if there's any Surely. dramas there now we did have a chat with chris cans here on the show a few weeks ago and and this was prior to any of the health dramas and then then we uh, we heard of what had happened. He ended up in hospital, and he's come out with a bit of an update, um, which a lot of people uh, looked at over the last couple of days. Yeah, it's really, really sad to hear this, but um, look, he's he's out of hospital. Um, he did suffer a stroke in his spine, so there will be a long road to recovery, but the main issue of this was he had a, a tear in his um, main aorta in his heart, mm. um, which he had to go through skin grafts and a number of, I think, nine operations to get him to where he is now. Um, so he's out of intensive care. Um, fingers crossed he, he'll, he'll fully recover. And um, he's a great bloke, Chris Cairns. And um, at 51, you do not want to be having this sort of medical issues, that's for sure. No, all our love to, to Chris and the whole family. Yeah, and, definitely. Uh, yeah, for a speedy recovery. Now, uh, look, uh, just moving on to the women's game and Elise Perry, we haven't seen a lot of her. She's been plagued with a bit of injury, but she she's rejuvenated now, ready to go. Hopefully. She's a superstar. Um, we know that. She's been really at the forefront of women's sport in this country. Um, a dual international playing soccer and cricket, uh, really has focused on her cricket in recent times. She's an absolute winner. She, she used to bowl as fast as Shane Watson. So, so what, I, what I used to be upset about that. But, um, yeah, she, she's a, it's a great cricketer. As you said, she's had a few injuries. So, fingers crossed, she'll be back full steam ahead this year and, uh, and really leading our women's team around the paddock. It's not always about titles that stand out when you think of those great moments in sport. For me this year, that men's bronze medal in the, the basketball for the Boomers, obviously, uh, it was just... Off the charts, wasn't it? We've tried for so, so long. Uh, Paddy Mills was extraordinary. And another player that was wonderful 
was Dante Exum. And they said through the commentary, through all the games, he's unsigned, you know, in America. And boom, that performance, no doubt, throughout the Olympic Games has scored him a new contract. He has, mate. He's unsigned. Well, he is signed now. He's been thrown, as they say in America, he's been thrown a $20 million lifeline. I wouldn't mind one of those. I'll tell you that much. Um, but it just goes to show that how important the Olympics will be in the future um, and to get some of the key players to play at these events because obviously the, the, the people who are signing these contracts over in America mm. are watching. So good on him for playing so well. He's got a three-year contract worth $20 million and um, – He'll go from strength to strength, hopefully, after this, playing for the Houston Rockets. Yeah, he had some great touches uh, during the Olympic Games, didn't he? What about this this grab in, in college football and the crowd and the band and everything else that went with it? But it was insane. If you, if you get the opportunity uh, throughout the course of the day, jump online and have a look at this. It was DJ Graham for Oklahoma. It was like John Dyson taking a grab at the SCG. I was just going to say exactly the same thing to me. It was over his head, throwing like throwing himself back. But what you don't realise, John Dyson didn't have about four guys around him about to smash him. So um, with helmets on, with, with helmets on, about 120 kilos each. Um, unbelievable athleticism and um, college football. What a great event that is! Oh, isn't it amazing? The crowds are just enormous, and obviously there's an extra sense of enthusiasm because of what's gone on. But the atmosphere, and I love watching all those 30 for 30 docos about the Crimson Tide college football. Yeah, get get ahead and uh, have a look at that. It was, it was just amazing. Now. Um, Colonel Dan Andrews in Melbourne saying that uh, there may be a crowd for the Melbourne Cup. Look, there's real ambitions in New South Wales, I know, to get half a decent crowd for the, the Everest and the Melbourne Cup, the race that stops the nation. It does, mate. It's 80% vaccination is the target rate, and they believe they'll be very, very close to that to Victoria come um, come the Spring Carnival. So, fingers crossed, Dan Andrews has said, we will welcome back crowds then. 80% is the, is the magical number. We won't tell you yet what those, how big the crowd is, but uh, a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel, hopefully for the Victorians. Yeah, I love getting down to the, uh, yeah, the Spring Carnival in Melbourne. You could get booked for loitering for about three weeks down there. It's extraordinary. Now, staying in Melbourne for our step back into time, our war story, <laughs> our nostalgic moment, the MCG. Now, Glenn McGrath, the boy from Narromine, every time I did those sort of personality interviews where you ask players, oh, what's your favourite car? What's your favourite this, your band? And who's the most annoying player in the team, it was always Glenn McGrath. They reckon that he could hit you in the head with a grape from about 25 metres away. Yeah, he was, he was an absolute pest. And we'd play at the um, the MCG. There was an old supporter, old Barb was her name. Um, and Barb, would she would support Australia. She'd support the Bush Rangers in cricket and Carlton in the AFL. She'd be there at every match. And um, to the point, I think Barb was about 75 years of age, and she loved the Australian team that much that they allowed her to decorate the change rooms for the finals. And she'd blow up about 100 balloons and put them in there and the green and gold. And McGrath being the pest, so Barb would sit outside the change room, proud of her achievements of decorating a beautiful change room, and he would slowly pop the balloons one by one. <laughs> and she just going, Glenn, stop popping my balloons. And then... And when Steve Orr said, yeah, Glenn, her breath is inside those, mate. Stop <laughs> it broke everyone up. But, uh, yeah, good old Barb. I think she's still alive and uh, she'll be keen to get back to the to the footy and to um, and to watch Australia play in the cricket this year. Yeah, I'm sure she could tell some stories. Old Barb, that is funny. Yeah. <laughs> Glenn McGrath, ooh-ah. <laughs> 
That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. Big thank you to our sponsors. Yeah, wonderful sponsors, Maine Hair Care. That's Maine, M-A-N-E, mainehaircare.com. Oh, yeah, they're fantastic. You'll look and smell just wonderful. Big thank you to our wonderful producer, Mr. Dan McHugh. Back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care.